The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by Eno, the Capital One Assistant. What's in your wallet? The Ryan Rossillo Show podcast. Jimbo has a decision to make. AM wants him. Their AD worked with Jimbo when they were both at LSU, when Jimbo was an assistant there back in 2003. Um, Jimbo is the sixth highest paid head coach in the country at Florida State, about five and a half, six million dollars a year. The facilities at Florida State are not as good as he wants them to be, not as good as, say, Clemson and other of these schools that are the big boys, but he's been great there. But this thing's been going on for a while. Like Jimbo was close to going to LSU a couple years ago. So I don't have a problem with the AD saying, can you make a decision, can you make it before this Saturday? Because they actually have another game that was canceled because of the hurricane. Right. If it was, If the season was already over, I don't think that there would be this pressure urging slash ultimatum. Well, we got a game to play here, Coach, so if you want to leave, that's fine, but just let us know. Right, they're playing Louisiana Monroe, and ironically enough, this makes them bowl eligible if they can get this win here. Right, there's actually something at stake. Yeah, this isn't just a nothing game. Six. Like, yeah, we want to get a bowl game. That's always important to us. We know it's been a bad season. Right. So, last night, and I actually will give Jimbo credit for this, throughout all this turmoil, he does his weekly show. Maybe it's sponsored. Maybe he has to do it. So, I don't know. I don't want to give or take credit away. How about we play that game? Sure. And a fan got up to ask Jimbo a question about his loyalty, and then he was escorted out, and I read about it in some of the local stuff down there. It was a marketing employee in the Florida State Athletic Department who's got this vest on, and he grabs the mic from the guy. I don't think you're going to hear a real struggle on the audio. You'll see it in the video. And the guy actually pushes the fan in the back twice for asking what I thought was a totally reasonable question. And the guy who's pushing him, you are a loser, like the all-time <laughs> loser. That in the second push in the back, like, and I wish he had turned around. You know what I'm talking about here, but I'm probably going to get in trouble. All right, so here it is. Jimbo, yes, sir. very excited when he came on board with the program. Very excited to have you as the offensive coordinator. Very excited when he came as the head coach. Yes, sir. It's been kind of a tough season. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching a lot of your press conferences and how you would talk about how we need to be committed to the program and keep cheering for the team. We need to be talking about that, about loyalty to the program. So I'm wondering, where's the loyalty to the program? Okay. Uh, Listen, first of all, he wasn't being, it helps if you see it on ESPN News, but if you're not, he's smiling, it's, 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 it's light. It's not like he's attacking Jimbo and asking about his lack of credibility and loyalty and integrity. He's saying with a smile, saying, hey, you've talked about this with us. Hey, does this go both ways? Because we all know the rumors that are out there. And then it just gets escorted out. Like, he doesn't even finish his question. Yeah, you can't even ask that question. You get thrown out of this deal. And the video doesn't run long enough. You can find it. I, I'm yeah. a little surprised we can't seem to get that one up. But he pushes the dude in the back twice. Like, as he's the guy's leaving. He's right. not... He's like, all right, fine. I'm being thrown out, right? which is absurd to begin with because it's a completely reasonable question. Because I get Jimbo's position. I'm the one in power. I'm the one that has the power on this deal. A&M wants to pay me a boatload of money. want to make me the third highest paid head coach in college football. I haven't been happy as I need to be here. Maybe it's facilities. Maybe I'm delusional about all these things. But that's $7 million a year is waiting for me at A&M. But well, I, I want, want to take a few right. days to think about it. Right. Yeah. But, I, but I do want to... I need a week. But at the same time, every Florida State fan listening right now, I get your frustration, too. Yeah. You go, this guy's been flirting with other people for a really long time, and maybe there's some other issues with him, wanting to get out of the state and wanting to move on. But I'm I'm trying to figure out, is there even a right here? Yeah, I think that guy has a right to ask that question, and it would have been very easy for Jim to just say, listen, I know we all know there's some rumors out there, and I think you guys understand I can't get into too many details about it. But I hear your point about commitment, and whenever I've been the head coach of Florida State, I've always been committed to this program. I don't know what's going to happen, honestly, fellas, but we'll figure it out. And that's it. And then someone goes, I want to follow up. I'm not going to talk any further, guys. That's it. I'm not going to talk about this. So we, How hard is that? We would both agree that the question was totally fine. Correct. He he actually, that answer. guy did a really good job with it. He wasn't yeah. a jerk no, about it. He was it. smiling. He was, he was, it was meant not in a confrontational tone, but he was meant to get an answer. So do we treat these coaches with these contracts that are such God, do we treat them like such gods that Jimbo's sitting there, and Jimbo handled it better than the employee in the marketing department did, but yeah, does he... Actually, but Jimbo could have really handled it well, Ryan, if you're going, hey, no, it's okay, guys. Let, let, yeah, but question. that's in the moment, and you're kind of like, yeah, that's pretty true. But you could have been like, no, no, I'll answer his question. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. I, I'm all right. I don't, I don't know any of my tough guys to escort you out. All right, I'll answer it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it right? would have actually been great if Jimbo did that. Yeah. I don't want to beat up on Jimbo here, No, no. but... 
They've lost three recruits who already said they're decommitting. The recruiting rank is going down. I was on some of the stuff this morning on the message boards of Florida State just seeing how it was looked at there. Mm-hmm. They're tired of the flirting. They want them out. I understand their point. I'm just wondering if there's ever this thing. You know how like the rookie cap we had, the rookie cap, right? Mm-hmm. We had it in the NBA because you go, you know what we want? You know what Glenn Big Dog Robinson holding out for a ton of money. Here's what you're guaranteed to make. This is the rookie cap. We do it now with the NFL. Uh, the international baseball signing thing. Yeah. Okay. The Daisuke Matsuzaka fifty-one million dollar posting stuff. Now, like, right. not doing that stuff anymore. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. When Saban's making eleven million, Urban's at seven. Jimbo's going to be at seven. I think Urban might be at eight. Do you have to feel like you're disconnected and that you have all the rights and no one can question you when you get paid that much money? And I'm just I'm just wondering if it'll ever like if if it'll be the wealth disparity thing. Where these guys that are in power will go, yeah, I know I signed a contract, but I don't care. There's another bigger contract over here. So if you don't put $100 million in the facilities, I'm going to bounce and, and hang it over your head the entire time, even though this is this is Tallahassee. This is Florida State. This is, as I think, brand-wise, really as good as it gets. I think that's the key. Part of it is the money, but part of it is just the clout that you wield as the head coach of the football team because college football is so powerful in places like Tuscaloosa and in Knoxville and in any of these major places that, that you're the biggest name in town. You are the biggest game. You're the only game in town I mean, in a lot of those states. So that's why they just get so much power and, and entitlement. And that's why I think these coaches, and again, I'm not knocking Jimbo. Listen, I, I think he's fine. Yeah, like, he's been here. I think he's actually been fine. He's answered all my questions fine. I didn't like the episode earlier in the year. The fan was heckling him. He kind of got into it a little bit, but I'm like, whatever. You're having a bad year. I get it, man. Like it's been a bad yeah, season for Florida right. State. You're a little testy, you're a little irritable. I get that. But I do think that that sense of entitlement comes from the fact not only the money, but because these guys are viewed, they're on pedestals because college football is so powerful. You really feel like one guy can change it. Like when, when Chip Kelly goes to UCLA, I'm like, that's amazing. Like if I was a UCLA Bruin, I'm like, we're done. We're good to go. Like we got Chip. That's how much power one man can And you should feel that good about Chip getting that job. I'm just, you're right about everything you said because I'm, I'm, I'm telling the Florida State fan, I totally hear you. Yeah. But then when it's the coach, you go, well, these are the rules. These are the rules that you play by. They're not really contracts. They're they're all on the coach's side. You know, these buyouts are fake because then the booster at the new school pays for that one too. Yeah, that's a good point. People so, never figure that part. They go, oh, yeah. the buyout. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, the buyout's huge. Well, if you're going to give him sixty million, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, right. Sumlin had a deal at A and M because he kept being offered other stuff. NFL teams wanted him. USC wanted him. So that whatever his buyout was, it had to be paid almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So that's why he hadn't gotten fired the first time through. So it is very one sided, and I'm wondering if there ever is that correction like we've had with rookie contracts in the NFL and the NBA, right. like the international signing money in baseball. And, I, you know, I don't know, would, would Jimbo feel if he was making half as much more inclined to answer that question? That's probably stupid, too, for me to even think that. But, I don't know, I was I was kind of bummed out by that video last night. That's all. Yeah, no, I hear you, because you'll just feel like that shouldn't be happening. If a guy asks a legitimate question... Like you can't even ask? Okay. You can't even ask How hard the is head coach? No, I'm not getting into that stuff. Okay, great, next question. Like, then there's no issue. Instead, it's a bad look for everybody now. Now everybody goes, you know, Florida State, you guys are a bunch of chumps. That's what that video makes you feel. I like. think the fact that you have an employee want to act that quickly yeah. tells you kind of how insane all of this stuff is. Because like, somebody you, you in security with, is saying, yeah. hey, listen, if anyone acts on the yeah. line, you know what to do, you right? You have time with the king and, you know. <laughs> right. you despot. Don't bring him the spiced mead. Right. All right. Uh, with Dorn electing the state of Tennessee, sources told ESPN that former Texas A&M head coach Kevin Sumlin mm-hmm. is someone the Vols plan to talk with about the job. I got to tell you. Um, I would gladly take Kevin Sumlin. I would be pumped. I'd be happier to get Kevin Sumlin than some of the other names that we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I would hope they go with Kevin Sumlin, who I think can coach, versus T. Martin, who I'm not sure if he can. And just because he's a Vol, right. I think more people think, oh, just get the former Vol in there, make T. Martin the head coach, everybody would be happy. I don't know if that's the answer. The Ryan Rosillo Show. How are you feeling so far? I'm doing great, man. I'm having a blast with you. And I'm telling you, this college football weekend could be one of the greatest ever. I I know it sounds like I'm just piping up the company, but honestly, these games are going to be unbelievable. It does sound like you're pumping up the company. (laughs) If it goes according to script, okay, seems fairly straightforward. But if it doesn't, could we have some chaos, my man? It's going to be awesome. People love that word, chaos. I know. know, Can I ask you a question? People are addicted to chaos. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. That'd be a good band name or maybe their first album. Addicted to chaos. Yeah. Addicted to chaos is a better album name. 
Yeah, not, not as a band. Like, now it's time for Addicted to Chaos. Like, are we still addicted to it? It's been 10 years of this. No. Come on. You remember them for the first hit, Addicted to Chaos? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great, I'm stealing that. That's pretty good. Bubba loves it. He's our music guy. He's all in on it. Definitely sounds like a 90s band. Bubba? I like it when Bubba checks in. I don't know. I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Ah, you oh, yeah, you were laughing. You were having a good time over there. We're talking about it. some other things back here. What are you guys well, talking about? Laughing about Dave Doran. Hey, wait a minute. This is Tennessee Jones. Yeah, yeah. We got Outsider. We got Saruti. We got Bubba. You got three dudes in the peak of, like, life. just at their life. You're at your peak. You're young guys. What do you guys talk about back there while we're doing a show? You're not listening to the show. Most, mostly Outsider, making sure he's okay. Um <laughs> No, because he loves to just drink Red Bull throughout the entire show, which is probably not great for him. So we're trying to look out for his health a little bit. How is your health? Well, I'm on a Red Bull cleanse right now, so feeling great. So that's all you drink is Red Bull? That's pretty much all I do, 24-7. Ugh. Hasn't slept in weeks, but he feels great. Yeah, at least you're alert. <laughs> so that's that's good. Okay, all right. So that didn't... I was hoping to get a little bit more. You guys are making some Tennessee jokes back there? Yeah, Dave Dorn. What were you guys talking about? Stunt Hill Pilots? <laughs> no, no. No, never mind. Geez. Starting over. Anyway, uh, we get the college football playoff eliminator here in a little bit. Um, okay, so this weekend, what would you do if Wisconsin loses? And I say Wisconsin losing just because it makes it more interesting, even mm-hmm. though I'm less inclined to think that Ohio State's going to beat them the way I thought they beat them a month, month and a half ago. That Ohio State loss to Iowa changed everything. It does. And when you're hanging out with the guys, when you talk about Ohio State, yeah. do you still have dudes going, well, whatever, they're maybe the most talented team in the in, I don't know if he's no. the most talented, maybe no. the most talented defensive team. No, I think now everyone goes, I'm not buying those guys again. Like, I, I was all in on the stock. You lose to Oklahoma at home, fine. Baker Mayfield's a stud. He's going to win the Heisman. It happens early in the season. Urban's teams always regroup. The Iowa one, it's incomprehensible how you, your defense got blown out by those guys. 55, 56 points? That's nuts. Like, 55 points. Like, yeah. Wisconsin's not going to do that to you, but I don't believe now that if you tell me Jonathan Taylor puts up 200 and the Badgers win something like 31-17, I'm like, yeah, that's a convincing argument. And for those just joining, JT Barrett had surgery. Apparently, he's going to play Saturday. So, any issues about whether or not Dwayne Haskins would have to come in at quarterback, although he did, did, did do a nice job, those have been quelled by the fact Barrett's there. But no, I think Ohio State, if they win, uh, there's going to be more doubters than there are believers going into it. Does that make sense? Right. But that means that they've eliminated themselves. Only. Correct. They've eliminated the Big Ten. So, do you agree with that? That the Big Ten is eliminated with an Ohio State win, no matter what else happens? I do. Yeah. Because I think ACC champ gets in, Clemson, Miami. I think SEC champ gets in, Auburn or Georgia. So that leaves you Big 12 champ. If Oklahoma wins, they get in. So essentially, yeah, if Wisconsin loses, well, you can just, there's only one spot theoretically to be filled. So then Alabama gets in. They're at number five right now. I feel like Ohio State has more work to do than the other two lost. Teams. Is anyone, and this a lot of times this happens with where you went to school, Yeah, is anyone that is maybe it's Joey Galloway, yeah. Is he arguing Ohio State should be in with the two losses and a Big Ten championship over Alabama? He is. Um, he wait, is. No, I was going to say, he <laughs> he is big on conference championships. I remember last year, he beat the drum for Penn State. And I was like, dude, you were like the guy. Like, no, Penn State, get him in there. Like, well, they, they did lose. Like, if they lost twice. It wasn't like, how does Penn State not get in? So he's he's big on the conference championships. So I will say that. He will argue if so, Ohio well, State okay, wins. But that's, that's a good sign because yeah. if he starts arguing Ohio State, everyone will just go, oh, he's doing that because he's the Buckeye. Correct. But if you're bringing up the point that he did the exact same thing last year for Penn State, that yes. shows that he's a man of integrity. So. Yeah, yeah. The two things I find Jesse Palmer and Joey Galloway big on, strength of schedule and conference championships, which is why as soon as Alabama lost, the three of us were like, oh, they're done. And I'm just like, oh, they're not what done. What do you mean? See, you, you guys said that? Because we're like strength of schedule. Their best win is LSU. Yeah. And the Mississippi State, four-loss team. And then they're not going to be a conference champion. Okay, so Mississippi it, State does have a fourth loss because their quarterback's leg was broken off in the very beginning of that Nick game. Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, right. The right. Egg Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if they lose to Ole Miss there if they have Fitzgerald. My, my guess would be that they wouldn't. Right. I know it's a rivalry game, <laughs> and you have to throw out those records. But, but still, Bama's right strength of schedule, not strong. No, it isn't. But when you watch Alabama... Are we morons that think they're good? No, but they're not one of the top four right now. They you don't think help. we're in the top four? No, they need help. So Wisconsin played against Alabama, neutral field tomorrow. They're playing in Tempe. You're picking Wisconsin. Oh, man, you put me. Oh, you just said they're not one of the four best teams. And I, I do yeah. think there's a difference. It's a moving target between most deserving and best. They're not always aligned. No, if, I think if, Alabama would win that game. Okay, if Bama played Clemson right now in neutral field, who? Well. Clemson. Okay, that's defense. fine. I like their defense. Better. Auburn, Alabama, neutral field. Tough to see Auburn beating them again, but they, they housed them. I that's think fine. Auburn. Okay. It was decisive. 
You think they housed him? Like that was a twelve point loss that looked worse to me. Like, like you think they about Alabama? Up, Alabama was up in the third quarter. Think about line of scrimmage. Like Alabama doesn't get dominated like that. Like Carryon Johnson's running down. Yeah, the I like, thought Stidham was even more impressive. Like, Fifty one yards rushing. Stop he's not like right. a rushing quarterback. Okay, so Oklahoma, Alabama, neutral field. Mm, I might take the Sooners. The Sooners that's, defense, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sooners that's even separate. I like Mayfield. But you're not taking him. You're not taking Wisconsin against them. No neutral field. I would probably not take Wisconsin against them. I I wanted to just to keep my argument going, but I'm like, no. You want an honest answer? Yes. But you're right. There's a difference between top four teams and most deserving. So when Kirk Herbstreit says on the Saturday broadcast, which was Stanford Notre Dame, yeah, and he's going, I, I look, I forget it. I put Auburn. I don't care about the two losses. If we're doing the four best teams, this is what the playoff committee says all the time. Yeah, just put Auburn out there. Put him at number one. Um, the committee has Auburn at what two number. I love how this is so screwed up every single time. Well, I want to Auburn is at two. two okay? yeah. So if Auburn were to lose a close game to Georgia, and you could say, well, you know, it was an SEC title game. It was a rematch. They hadn't played that long ago. It was only a few weeks ago. You can't put him in there. You can't put him in there if you had chaos everywhere else where it's three losses. So eventually, as my point has always been with this, a loss has to cost you something. Two losses has to mean something. Right. So if Kirk Herbstreit looks at Auburn and says, oh, I think they're the number one team. I think they're the best team. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised Oklahoma. Like, why would Oklahoma be behind Clemson? Yeah, I'm I'm all in on Oklahoma. Like, I feel like whenever they've had a big game, they've risen to the occasion, right? Ohio State like, winning. What's the worst loss Oklahoma at home, Ohio, like right, Iowa, Iowa State or than, at Syracuse? Right, Iowa State's better than we thought they were. Afterwards, like, oh, man, Matt Campbell seems pretty good. They can do some things. Whereas their big wins, like Bedlam at Ohio State, like, they come to play. I guess I could do this all day. We know we could do this all day. Would you, would you have Alabama currently in your top four? I would have them in the top four. I would think that they were better than Wisconsin, even if Wisconsin won the Big Ten championship. And I would say, you know what? Wisconsin went 13-0 and in, at times, arguably the best conference of college football in the Big Ten. And I'll put them in at 13-0 and because I think it's close enough. Like, I'd be willing to reward them for being 13-0 and and being the Big Ten champ, even if I thought it was closer than with Alabama. But today I would have Alabama ranked fourth with Wisconsin five. That's not surprising to me. I think most people would not have Alabama in right now because of the strength of schedule in the conference championship. I'm I guess, still put them yeah, in. I, I, I watch them most of the year, and I go, I still think they're really good. Like, I don't think I'm being tricked. Right. It's a rivalry game. Like you said, they were leading. It wasn't like they got... I think the people that yell strength of schedule all the time, like, let's face it, you just don't like Alabama. Like, do you watch them and go, <laughs> I know there's six teams better than them, seven teams better. I think there's four teams definitively better than Alabama. And if you're hitting send on that, is it because that's... Like, maybe, you know, a few of you think that, but I, I've, I've monitored this stuff long enough. Yeah. I know what the argument is going to be, and you're going to be like, all right, it's it's a guy from Big Ten country just dumping on Alabama. Yeah, th- there's no question there's significant anti-Alabama sentiment. That's true. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. I have to go to the gym and untangle my headphones while warming up on the treadmill. And I'll finally untangle them four miles later, at which point I'm going to be real tired. Oh, yeah. Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. And once I put my headphones in, I realize my phone's dead. Then I get to run in silence. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Who's in and who's out? It's the Ryan Rossillo Show College Football Playoff Eliminator. Okay, this is brutal. I mean, just thought I was behind you. and Brutal then, or just tactical brilliance by me? Oh, I'm sorry. Brutal on my behalf. <laughs> brilliance on yours. I apologize. 
Uh, Adnan has Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, and Wisconsin. Beginning of the season, we drafted four teams, added, dropped every single week. And now I have Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia, and Miami. I'm in I'm in trouble. No, your teams, there's a script that you can have be four fun. of the top five. Well, that is true. Oklahoma's a great pick. They're, they're going to be TCU. They're getting it. Uh, Georgia, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, it's... Who knows? Miami. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's the one that I'm like, that... that you need Here's the nuts. The, I don't think I'm going to make any changes. Right, because Ohio State could still get in. I think that's the weakest of your four, so to speak. But there is a conceivable way they get in. Right. I could drop Ohio State and then pick up... See, here's what's going to happen. If Ohio State does blast Wisconsin, right. there's going to be a big push. For like, who's playing better than them right now? Like, <laughs> Iowa was... It was like three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen. People are going to be like, oh, you're getting hot at the right yeah, time. Yeah, peaking, though, that's you know? brutal. They, they lost to Iowa three games ago. So, yeah. uh, I, I'm not going to make any changes. I mean, it's you're the only completely, way. Wow. All right, well, Clemson's the number one team in the country. I'm not changing that. Auburn's number two. I'm not changing them. Wisconsin's right now in the top four. I got to hang with them. I suppose they beat Ohio State. So, Alabama, the only one I could change, but really, there's no other team I'm going to take out to replace Alabama with. And they could still get in. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, unless I thought Auburn was definitely going to beat Georgia, but I can't. Like, what better chance am I going to have here? All right, Saruti so apparently wants to chime in. Were you upset I'm not taking USC? I think you're. Get, I don't think there's a move to be made. For either of us, right? unbelievable. Surudi? Like my team is my list is awesome. Saruti, agree or disagree? <laughs> Ryan needs some things to fall his way that totally could fall his way. It's I would say it's like sixty forty Adnan right now. Okay. Did you win. just ask him after we praised your list to praise it again? <laughs> Because he hadn't chimed in. I wanted to hear it from Sruti. Will you tell Adnan his list is really good? (laughs) Great list. Yeah, because Sruti's been the architect of this. So I feel like... killing it all season. No, he criticized me. He was right. One time I had Penn State. Sruti goes, what are you doing with Penn State? They can't do it. I'm like, okay, right. So I want Sruti to vindicate me and go, no, actually, you played this brilliantly. Your list is awesome. That's all I was looking for. Good stuff. (laughs) Both seasons looming. Tune in Saturday night for the ACC championship game. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPNRadio.com, and the ESPN app. So we have a guest that we were trying to book for a future date, and the the guest is not black, but he sent you a black thumbs up emoji. Yeah, so that's what that's what we were <laughs> laughing about in the studio last segment. So I, I noticed something was going on back there. So you lied to me. <laughs> I just didn't know if I could if I if we could do this. Are we seriously? We got the okay. I mentioned how afraid I was about everything yesterday, and now this is another example. Is that we're Wondering if we're actually doing something wrong by somebody who was not black sending a black emoji. Right. I'm going to go ahead and open up right now to everybody. I spread out my emojis ethnically all the time. You I do. do. I use them all. Okay. We are all equal when it comes to my emojis. I'll give you a, a black thumbs up. I'll go, you know, a different shade. Yeah. I'll give you a different shade of thinking, face. I want no one to be left out. Okay, so you go across the board. Yeah. I do tailor mine to myself. I always go consistently. It's like a brown. Which one do you do? It's so a brown not skin all the emoji. way to the right. No, 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 because I'm not that dark, but I'm in the middle. I always do brown. And somebody once commented, they go, hey, I like the uh, appropriate emoji. I'm like, well, yeah, like I'm brown, so I'm going to use my brown powers. <laughs> a brown thumbs up? I use it every time. In fact, if you use, if I look at my phone, like the most used emojis. Oh, wait a minute. Thinking face is not available. It's only just basic. As hell. All right, so if I go thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, right away, the first three that come up for me, and these are all in light-skinned brown, is thumbs up, uh, this A-OK face, the fist, and then the uh, flexing. So I've got all four in light brown shade. It's great. I'm like, yeah, specific to me. Okay. Even the thumbs down I have. So if you looked at it, I guess i, I got to find out which shade of brown. It's like the, th- I guess the third from the right. Yeah, you're not all the way to the right. No, correct. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Um, I understand why these guys found a little comical. Maybe somebody who's not black whatsoever going completely black. So is that wrong? I got to know that now because the way you guys freaked, well, is that it's, frowned upon. It's because I don't. I'm, I'm assuming you do this to people that you know well. I don't know him well. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like a joke if one of my buddies. <laughs> That's a great point, by Rudy. If it's a friend, that'd be great. Like if Priscilla did it back to you, like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, hey, we get for tomorrow. He gives you a black pound. I'm like, all right. But if I don't know the person, I wouldn't throw it back to them. I'm like, that's kind of weird. What's this guy all about? So how did you respond? Did you go? Did you go? You got to go back with a black emoji. I'm like, yeah, man. No, I just gave him a thanks exclamation point. No, you did a thanks I exclamation did. point. Not a point, Sorry, Sorry, not an exclamation point guy. Sorry, has never used an exclamation point ever in text with me. So we're gonna go like thanks. I'm I'm much bigger on trying to. 
like lighten up my text. Yeah, you don't use any like you don't use any of those like ha ha's or no. LOL's I'm doing more ha's. Like I'll just do a ha. Yeah, gotcha, you, know? you used like, to do yeah. nothing. And now you go ha. You're yeah, like, I'll what? give you a ha every now yeah. and then. Are, huh. are people still doing the bitmojis? Outsider, how misleading <laughs> is the bitmoji about you? How hot is your? Bitmoji? Oh, why? Because I'm actually pretty handsome in my bitmoji. Oh, I see. No, I just go. I think you'd be a guy that would crank it up on the on the yeah Dylan Hall level correct. a little bit more than you should. How accurate is this bitmoji? Yeah, I've got more, much more hair in my bitmoji than in real life, probably. So that's not accurate. That's okay. But well, I've been looking good terrific. lately. Yeah. No, yeah, you've been looking terrific, and we've we've all noticed. We've commented on the show actually about it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything left more on this emoji thing, yeah. but I I like that. And I think well, the best part of the show actually. So the consensus is. Nothing wrong with it, and all of you can go ahead and do it. And Ryan does it all the time, whether you know the guy or not. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Adnan. <laughs> I'd stamp of approval. The Ryan Rosillo Show. Rosillo. This is a lot of fun. We've got David Jacoby with us here on the Rosillo Show and Adnan Verk. Of course, Jalen and Jacoby, they just finished up on first take not that long ago. And Jacoby's part of the Nickel Package podcast, one of our football deals. So it's mm-hmm. good to see you, man. It's great to be here. I invited myself. You did. It was a little oh, awkward. It. it was a little awkward. No, no it wasn't. Sarudi emailed you. It was a little goes, awkward. No, no. He goes, we're going to have Jacoby for a while. I go, okay. More than just one segment. It feels weird, though, inviting yourself on a show. Not, uh, but we had discussed it at some point. Okay, I want to hear more about this, how he invited himself on the show. He reached out and said, I, I'm going to be around. And it was the first take deal. It's all radio shows stopping by, saying hi to the gang. And he goes, can I come on the show? And then he immediately followed it with the, I hate when people ask if they can come on Jalen and Jacoby when they're in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> So not only was I at first, I was like, he's already taken any, like my defense, he's yes. worn me down. Right. He's, uh-huh. he's like, by the way, I hate it when people do it to me too, but I get yeah. it. But no, you don't mind. Yeah. Say no. no, we love having you around, man. So to be here. Uh, what's it, what's it like to be back on the East coast? It's great. This, uh, this show airs in the bars around LA live. They, yeah. They put them on the ESPN news too. around. The, so it's like right around the time when I come to work. So I see it every single day. Oh, that's great. That's why you're huge at Tom's urban. Yeah, yard house. <laughs> yard, yard house is yard, huge. Yard house, yard house. What's the feedback like around there? Like, are people pointing up? They're going, oh, okay. Ryan's looking big. No, just crowds gather. You know what I mean? Just, just <laughs> crowds of people gather around, like the yeah, cage on West Fourth Street, just to let, just to see what's happening. Well, you when know? you live, when you've had stretches where you've lived at LA Live for a week at a time, I used to be going out there all the time for yeah, work, yeah. and so you were like, okay, today I'm doing Wolfgang. Tomorrow I'm doing. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So yeah, I, lo- I like that little spot. We used to have it in the Grantland show. The Grantland show was always a lot of fun. Hair and makeup. You know, buy a nice sweater, maybe at a mall. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Downtown a lot more revitalized than people realize. Like before downtown LA was a joke, and now they're like, no, it's not bad. Hey, y'all, if you go two blocks in the wrong direction, it is it yeah. is like Walking Dead. Yeah, right. Is Wait, that uh, dog poo or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a man <laughs> sharpening a knife on the street, <laughs> no, in the middle man. of the street. And I was just like, what is happening around here? To Jacoby's point, when I would fill in for sports center, for Neil or for Stan, one time we couldn't stay. What's the amazing hotel? There's the, the one Ritz. That, yeah, no, mm. it's not the Ritz, but there's one that's J.W. Incredible. Marriott. Yes, yes. And well, that one was booked, so there was one maybe ten minute walk away. And I go, I'll just walk after. So I go, oh, I don't want to be doing that. I go, I got to rent a car. They go, oh, it's L.A. I go, no, I don't. I'm just here visiting. They go, no, trust me, it's very dangerous if you go two blocks that way. Yeah, they won't kill you. They will sell you. And, they go, and you're wearing a suit. You just finished doing sports. And I'm like, who's this guy? Well, a guy with money who's worth a lot of money on the open market mm-hmm. on Craigslist. Okay, uh, the Rosillo Show brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ, R-U-S-S. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ. Speaking of Russ, I locked in last night on Thunder Magic. It was Ooh. the game. I didn't want any distractions Aaron on Gordon. side TVs. And it was the best <laughs> gift ever because Aaron Gordon was incredible. But I think the conversation still starts around a Thunder team. And I'm not going to phrase it this way because it's inaccurate. None of us, I thought thought at their best they would challenge Golden State, but we still thought it would be better than this. Well, they didn't just challenge Golden State. They waxed Golden State like a, last week, and then they just turn around and lose to someone else. I think there's this, the question is, like, are you concerned about the, or how concerned should the Thunder right. be? What's the level of Blame concern? Very zero, zero percent concern. You're still at a zero? I'm Hang still a at bit. zero. I think, I think this year especially we're learning that the like. The the because they shifted the season that this is kind of still training camp like you see it with the Cavs I think you're seeing it with the Thunder like I think that until Christmas like I'm not going to start saying this team's good this team's bad you know what I mean like, like even with, even it goes the other way too with like the Pistons right you know what I mean like do well, I the think Magic the, do I think the Pistons are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals no I don't right. think Tobias Harris is going to you know put the team on his back and take him there and with no. the Thunder it's I think they're just figuring it out you know it's just been. It's so here's the problem is that do you think we're starting to realize that maybe Durant had a point 
and that playing with Russ, no matter how talented you are. So when you looked at last year, you'd be like, well, whatever. What's Russ supposed to do? He doesn't have anybody around him. Okay, accurate. And now he has some better pieces around him that it doesn't really change anything. There is a, there is a part of you that's like, maybe last year like is where Russell Westbrook is is best when he has no help and there are no other options. Yeah, maybe he had like the most maybe, fun. Yes, yeah, like maybe that right. was peak Russell Westbrook. Like that might be the like the best Russell Westbrook year we get. The best version of yourself. Because That's he's unburdened by like other human beings around him that can also score. Right. See, I guess I didn't look at the Warriors regular season game and go, okay, that's that's what the, like I'm yeah. thinking in the play. I thought they could be maybe the two or three seed. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm still not enough to knock off the Golden State Warriors, but I think the Russ stuff as we're talking about it. I normally will get a chuckle but not think it's a big deal. I thought it was a big deal when Russ was mad that Adams hadn't taken that shot to get another assist and that Durant and Curry both caught that and laughed, and laughed at him. I thought that was like a real thing. I, I, I would buy that because it to be laughed at by Steph Curry and Durant, right? Let's go, let's go, let's psychoanalyze this, right? Okay. So you are Russ. And you're there, and you're you're having a good game, and you want your triple double. You're beating this team, and then you're being laughed at by the guy who left you and the guy who beat you. They're giggling at you while you're while they're losing. They're on the bench giggling at you. If you're Russ, it's like, how can I win? Like I cannot win. I'm yeah, you're always going to be clowned. At me because I yelled at my teammate for not shooting it so I can get the tenth assist. <laughs> yes, and Durant's going like, now you know why I left, right? Yes. and and that's I allow myself to have these irrational thoughts on all that stuff. Uh, we got David Jacoby, Jalen Jacoby, Adnan Verk, Priscilla Show, ESPN Radio. Give me your front row seat to the Jalen Rose Embiid stuff because now everybody loves Embiid. Well, everybody loves Embiid. Yes, right? everybody right. loves Embiid. It's not. It's, it's it's the personality first, and then the, and then the game second, and the game's great. Right. The thing that he did on the JJ Reddick podcast, where he was like, "I don't. Know, I'm from another country. I don't know why people think this number is significant." I have no idea. He, and this is when he said at first that he was at 69% health. Yes. Right. And he said that to a female reporter, <laughs> right? And he's like, I have yeah. no idea why people are laughing at this. Why is this a thing? I don't get it. I'm from another country. Like, you are lying, Joel Embiid. And he went to high school in Florida. You are way, lying. Like, right. you are lying. Are you trying to tell me that, like, you don't understand the significance of the number 69 right. and you're not trying to be cute and make a little joke? So now, not only did you do something kind of disrespectful— and then you've doubled down by saying that you're lying about it. It's just, it's just like, come on. So then Jalen was bummed out about it, right? And it's weird. it must be a weird spot for you to look at Jalen as like a younger generation of people think Jalen's some old head who like doesn't get it. No, Jalen's not bummed out about it. Okay, but didn't Jalen say you can be more professional? Yes, that's what he said on countdown. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to, to disagree with him on that one. Oh, I'm not yeah. even I'm not yeah, even yeah, the biggest NBA defender goes, yeah. nah, it wasn't really a good joke. Yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, it's a 69 yeah. joke to a female reporter. So Jalen points that out, and then Embiid updates his status at 81% because Kobe dropped 81 on Jalen in his rap. Well, listen, I have a theory. Okay. This, is, this is a life theory here. This is what I'm getting This to. is a life philosophy. Yeah. You can be mean if you're funny. You can be mean if you're funny. You know what I mean? Like you can say the meanest thing to your friend, and if it, but if it's funny and everybody's laughing, it's okay. But like that was, it just wasn't that funny, you know? Like the eighty one thing. Sounds like Team Jalen over here. Oh yeah, man! That's just dude, right my guy. You crazy? Yeah, what do you think I'm gonna do? Was completely wrong. She was not Jalen hundred percent. I understand you're recording this. You know, like I don't know how these microphones work. I think that the timeline of it, even though there's nothing you said that I disagree with, the timeline of it. Is interesting that Embiid's going, all right, well, what can I come up with? All right, 81%. 81. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And you're like, oh, wait, you did that because of Kobe? Now that Human Resources VP Ashley Campbell has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, she's managing her workforce like a rock star. She even has her own hype song. I'm the spark before the fire. I'm the power in the train. I have a really diverse workforce with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Don't stop. Don't stop. I'm the dream. You should know that. Now we're motivating and engaging the right people. Every step of the way. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger.
Zillow Show. We're going to do life advice with Jacoby. 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. Were you an MC at one point? Are you an aspiring MC? Because the Obi-Wan Jacoby promo that you guys ran, because that was your name, right? I was Obi-Wan Jacoby when I was like uh, 16 years old. And you were a rapper or a DJ? I was a rapper. I was a rapper. With part of the Chaos Click. The Chaos Click from Amherst, oh, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. The Chaos Click. Yeah, I don't know if you might. Chaos. Yeah, Chaos Click. I heard you guys earlier doing some. Yeah, 413, Western Mass. No joke. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan Jacoby almost wishes, it makes me wish it worked because that's such a good name. But yeah. you didn't hear it. I know. I'm not yeah. imagining it was killer, no offense, but I just but kind of wish it had. We were good, saying an album title. Branding. We were talking about college football. Oh, I, I listened to every second of every show. <laughs> and you guys chaos. were talking about Addicted to Chaos. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi, had, or Obi Wan Jacoby, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, come on, man. Addicted come to on, man. <laughs> that guy wasn't a rapper. He was a judge. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do life advice with him coming up again. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888 729 3776. Calling now to get in line with this. The Russillo Show on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Customers who switch to Progressive save an average of $500. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on car insurance. We'll get back to the Eli stuff. We got Schefter coming up, the market for him if he's out. I can't imagine being Mark Sanchez and having to see the butt fumble come up in this new thing that we're doing, the worst plays of all time. Butt fumble, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. It's like, it's, it wasn't even that big of a deal of a play. It wasn't even that bad. Yeah, they were a bad team, so it wasn't going to work out. But yeah, but it was just like, I don't, but I don't, I don't know why is this legendary like, event he in sports ran history. Into the other dude and he fell down. I think I was pushed into him. So if you were. Sanchez, you'd go, yeah, that's me. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> you have to own it. Own it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating. But Jacoby's point is accurate that it shouldn't be the sole blemish, the sole representative of Mark Sanchez's Jets career, which is what it feels like to some people. Like, yeah, Sanchez's Jets, butt fumble. Butt fumble. Like, AFC Championship games. Two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Okay, so that actually is a great little segue here because I was um, stuck in a hotel, and I will watch – a really bad movie with no commercials if there's just one movie channel. Really? If I'm in a hotel, right? Because it's just, I can't, with the commercials, trying to fall asleep or something, you know what I mean? Like something good on TNT could be going on. I think I watched Why Him start to finish. Cranston, James yeah. Franco. Cranston, bad. Franco. He's a tech guy. Cranston's t- worst film. I'll send you a text about yeah, it. Franco please, please. wasn't terrible. No, Franco actually was all right in that. Yeah. Um, when Matt Damon's at home and he's flipping through the channels, Maybe a little downtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matty D. He's got a big TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids are off. 70 yeah. inch flat screen. Yeah. 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 Maybe he's got but, uh, projector. Yeah. Get some wind pants on, joggers now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kind of, you know. And then the Great Wall comes on. What do you think oh. Matt Damon does? You think Awful. he keeps it on there and goes, oh my God, and oh. changes it immediately? He keeps it on for a little bit. <laughs> he has to. He's like, like he he wasn't bad. Just yeah. A, yeah. No, I, mean, it, I always, I always imagine this is like, I'm sure, like week two of filming, it's just everyone's just got <laughs> to know. know. I want to know, know that mean? so yeah. bad. Like, like everyone's you know. got to know. Yes. yes. Everyone's got to know that that this is going to be a bad film. Everybody has to. When, know. when Billy Bob Thornton was here, I asked him. I said, "Did you know Sling Blade would be a hit?" He goes, "No, of course not. How am I going to know this indie movie made for a million dollars going to win an Oscar?" I said, "If it's a bad movie, he goes, if it's a bad movie, you know very early on, and you're like, let's just get through this sucker." I would love that to be a book, chapter by chapter, different movies that were bombs where people oh, yeah. tell you like, oh, "There's the oral, oh, history oral histories of, why of that." This, That's why brilliant. That. So you think? See, I love your answer there, Jacoby. You think he Come watches on. it just for a few? Oh minutes. yeah. I, well, first of all, he's funny. We know that he's like he's got, great. He's got a yeah. sense of humor. And he's I don't even funny. like doing this really about him. Yeah. So he's I like. Bad. So I think that he sees the humor in it. Like I think he, I think him in his wind pants, he gets a little chuckle. He's down there in the basement with his wind pants, drinking a Sam Adams or whatever. Does he text like, somebody? Look, hey, look, the Great Wall's on. Yeah, no, someone texts him. He, that's how he. That's how he finds out the Great Wall's on because somebody texts him. Right, HBO right now, buddy. Like, oh, yeah, hey, oh, again. Remember this? Let me see that. <laughs> okay, see that's 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 a great answer because there there's part of me. And yeah, because Matt Damon's funny, then he probably gets it and like, oh my god, this is that scene with the dragon where I shoot it with a bow and arrow. Like, oh my god! And, like, and then he goes, "What the hell accent am I doing right now? What is this? Spice Miner? You know, Eastern Asia? Can you watch the worst thing you've ever done, Adnan? Oh no way! Like if I went back, so the stuff I did in Toronto when I was first starting out. What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing you ever did on TV? I remember one time I was finishing up a show. And and I said, 
so stupid. I was like, I'm going to ball up the paper, throw out the camera. I'm like, all right, time now for the finishing move. And they go, wait, the show's not done yet. And it was like one of my first shows. I go, okay, no uh, finishing move just yet. <laughs> so but we have uh, one other update, the Charlotte Hornets game. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just kill me. And for the next thing, I was like, hey, I want that finishing this. move. Like, no, just, that's right. Right. I, I just me. listen to this makes my skin crawl. Shoot like, me. I'm secondhand, like, embarrassment. I'm like, starting to sweat a little bit just listening to this story. Time <laughs> now for the finishing move. No, not just yet. <laughs> like is, a wrestler. Wait, this, a finishing move. This already went so much better than I had initially planned. I didn't know what his was going to be. So just to understand, this is kind of like if Saturday Night Live or whatever, the guy throws the pen yeah, yeah, at yeah. the camera. Yeah, you went the for pen's yeah, cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, there's right. nothing more adnan than he had thought out, hey, if I'm going to be on TV, right. he I practiced sort of it. Yeah. Everybody needs a finishing move. Uh, That's my trademark. All what right. was it? Uh, this move was just balling with the paper and then throwing it. That's not your finishing move. That's that's Tony Reale's finishing. Right. Move. That's why it was pre-Reale though. I think I don't no. think I was. So Reale stole it from you. Well, I stole, oh, I oh, oh shot! I got cut off. Who got Reale's number? So I couldn't relive it though. If, I, if somebody showed it to me like on a big screen monitor, I would. Did you actually up. then do that on TV? No, I had to do the thing, and then we came back, and then I was like, "All right, ten seconds left." I'm like, "All right, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time." And then everybody kept saying, "Hey, how about the finishing move?" <laughs> 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 didn't see me do anything. But then later I was like, okay. But I didn't refer to it as a finishing move. I just go, all right, have a good show. Have a good night. But then you didn't, weren't bringing it back. You were so horrified, bummed yeah, out, embarrassed. Correct. Yeah, and, and people would bring it up. And, like, it was upset. Like, I would be palpably upset. Oh. Like, hey, finishing move. Like, that's not funny, right? Like, it's hard to be on air. Okay? These things happen. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's, so could you watch your great wall? Because that it's, sounds like Adam nailed it. I couldn't. I was, it wasn't like my performance was so bad. It's I one time went on SportsCenter with Carrie Champion, and I'm extremely sweaty as a person. Like, Patrick Ewing is like, dude, you sweat a lot. You know what I mean? It's like, Steve and Levy it's also just, like that. I just got hit with it like, on the air, and I could see, you know, when you're talking and, like, the person's listening to you, I could see her eyes go, like, around my face. And and like so, Carrie's was, looking at your lip sweat. Yeah, it was yeah. head sweat, lip sweat. I could feel it, and I stopped thinking about what I'm saying. I was stuttering. It was just like I just wanted to stand up and leave, and just be like, not only am I leaving this set, I'm leaving this company in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk with Carrie about it after the fact? Was no, it like, she was so sweet. She was like, should we turn up the air conditioning or something for oh, you? She was pretending, and uh, yeah, yeah. But like once when, when I left the room, she was like, oh my god, that guy, <laughs> never have him back. <laughs> yeah, that all Jacoby right. guy. Ah. Uh-huh. All right, so we get Jacoby here. That was pretty good. You know what happens next, right? Yeah. Mine, yeah, mine is mine was bad. I, it was Winner's Bracket, which was the Sports Nation version of the show that ran on ABC. So produced the agent, by the great Kevin Wilds. That's right. Yes. Wilds is the best. Wilds. So they call me up. Agency's like, hey, we have a huge break for you. Network <laughs> television. I'm like, what? What's going on? ESPN's cool with it? They're like, yep, you're going to come in the next four Saturdays for free and work with Marcellus early in the morning and do this. But it's going to take off. Obviously, that part didn't happen. But the mm-hmm. touchscreen would not work. I just couldn't get it down. Uh, I know that touchscreen. That's the Sports Nation's touchscreen. And it was just, I didn't have the touch. I didn't have the deal. And Marcellus, it was the whole day. And I'm anchoring. It's the first time I'd ever read out of a prompter. It was a disaster. And they're like, see you next Saturday. The Ryan Rossillo Show. Rossillo. I would just walk in and go, what's the plan, bro? Why are you sleeping until 1? We need to start stripping it back down to the base. It's your life and our advice. Let me fix your life. Not just your back porch. Okay. Jacoby's first run through this. We go to Jacksonville, and we start there with Tommy. What's up, man? So uh, I've been dating this girl for about eight months. Uh, I'm 23. She actually just turned 21 on Thanksgiving. Uh, So I was out of town. She wound up going to the bar with some of her friends, and uh, at some point in the night, she wound up making out with a girl. And uh, she didn't try and cover it up or hide or anything. She texted me about it right away, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm hammered. Like, I just made out with some chick at the bar. My initial reaction was I was pretty indifferent about it. Um, and then her roommate and her best friend have been really upset with her all week about it. And I'm just wondering if it's something that you guys think I should actually be more upset about than I actually am. No, I, I think she owned it. You know, she apologized. She told you about it right away. And I don't understand why her friends are upset about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, like if you guys are okay, like she said sorry. I didn't mean this to happen. I was hammered. And you're accepting of it, which I think is nice approach in your part. That what does her roommates have to do with it? I'm dating for eight months, and she's 21 years old. She just turned 21. Right. Yeah, it'd be weird if she didn't. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be bummed out, Tommy. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, let's go to Chase in Arizona. Oh, we have some serious technical issues Uh-oh. over here. This is a disaster. Uh-oh. All right, sorry, Chase. No, outsider was a little. You get a thumbs up. All right, there were there were the jokes in there. They were Chase Wait, there. Up? Hey, how are you? 
good. Uh, I'm 21 and I'm balding on the sides. So I was curious if I should shave. Yeah. So I'm like starting to lose my hair on the sides. So I was just curious if I should shave it all off or get some like product and figure it out. Product here, huh? Wait a minute. Mm. You're losing it on the sides and not the top? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm starting to just thin on the sides. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not losing it. I mean, this peak is there. Honestly, dude, no, I just, don't think you should do anything. Yeah, if you're thinking of the sides. No. This, most guys are going very short on the sides now. That's Rudy. That's kind of the look right now. So is Outsiders. So I'm with Ryan. If you're thinning on top, maybe there's a, a conversation we had. But thinning on the sides, I hope it keeps thinning on the sides. I mean, that's that's good advice. Yeah, one clip is my advice. <laughs> just get a one clip. Cut your own hair in the backyard, and you can do that for the rest of your you life. You have to do it in the backyard? Yeah. My wife doesn't want the hair in the house. But it was I just always that. your look. You were talking about soccer ever since you were 14. Just shaved head. Always. Yeah, Chase, just go that military thing and fade it, fade it, fade it up. You're good. All right, Tyler, New York. All right, guys. So I live in New York City uh, with my wife, and we're relatively quiet, but I have an absolutely crazy neighbor below us. Like the absolute um, smallest amount of noise prompts her walking around, playing oh. music, like at a normal hour, dropping something, she'll bang on the ceiling and follow us around the apartment. Uh, she filed a formal complaint with the landlord. Landlord said to work it out. Is it on me to go downstairs? It, it seems like it's her issue. You got to move. That's my advice. Crazy neighbors will ruin your life. Crazy neighbors will ruin your life. I've had a couple crazy neighbors in my day. You don't need that in your head all day long. I'm with Jacoby. You know, a lot of stress involved, agitation. You're, you're passive aggressive. How do I raise this issue? They're my neighbors. And all of a sudden, you're tiptoeing around your own house. You're paying money and you have to worry about noise. Like, no. Brutal. No. You ever live in the city? Yeah. Brooklyn for 15 years. Yeah, you know the deal. Yeah, you can't. yeah, we didn't yeah. even get to rodents. You gotta yeah. move. Yeah, that's an issue. You gotta okay. move. This is a follow up, and I think I remember. This is Spencer, uh, who's calling from Portland. Spencer, are you the kid that said you want to date this girl that's way out of your league, but the only way she'll date you is if you quit watching wrestling or stop playing wrestling video games? No, that's a great story. But my story <laughs> is actually uh, my girlfriend told me she was going to be home late with her friend, but really I was in bed with her friend. Oh, this is much creepier. Never mind. Yes, right. So your girlfriend lied to you and said she was out with her girlfriend, and you knew it was a lie because you were with her girlfriend. So this is that. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Spencer. Season two, man. You guys Whoa. told me. You guys told me not to not to call her out, but the the anticipation and uncertainty was killing me. So I had to. Uh, and she told me some things, you know, it kind of hurt, but really she just needed some spice added to the relationship and she's willing to work it out. But the best part about with me is she's attracted to Brittany as well. So she wants to add her to the mix. I don't know how I feel right now. I'm okay with it, but I feel like my relationship's going to get ruined in the long run. Yeah. This is going to be a disaster That's at the end. Well. Yes. So. It's, it's not, not going well. Yeah. Kind of a risque Roll Thursday. For as long as it works. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going, buddy. Do it for the store. Yeah. <laughs> Let us call back. There'll be a trilogy. Yeah, let us know. We want to hear more from Spencer on this topic. <laughs> Maybe a blog post. Yeah. All right. Will usually it's not this wild, Jacoby. We got this David Jacoby here. Nervous. How how was it going on the Rosilla show? Oh, he gets suspended. Yeah. Will in Kentucky. Will, how are you? I'm good. I got nothing on Spencer. But uh I got a brother. He's a doctor. He makes a killing. I'm trying to figure out what I can get him for Christmas. Hoping you guys can help me out. Listen, it's not about money. Just be thoughtful about what? what's your brother into. Like, who cares how much money? Not does? about money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's about money. No, listen, and just... here's my advice. <laughs> it's early enough in the season. Get something custom, like with his name on it. That's the way to go. That like is a bandana. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. Some some custom with the name. I don't think you meant bandana, though. Like... Or you can get a, get a printout of a picture of you two on a canvas. See, that's pretty nice, actually. A canvas, like a this portrait. This turned into, like, the Today Show all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, Vitamax, yeah, yeah. maybe? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, I like the portrait of, of the artist. You know what's always a great gift is a savings account. Wait, you're just going to give, okay, I yeah. opened up a savings yeah. account in and I put name, in $100 for it. 50 bucks. What? No, no, the guy's no, no, rich, he's going to appreciate it. No, 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 if, he was, if he was 12, it's account? one thing. No, if you're a child, that's great. Otherwise, savings account, no. <laughs> Pass. Hey, savings account's the gift. <laughs> they account. Account. Oh, here's a 401k for you. Congratulations. Okay, let's go to Marty in New York. Last one. Hey, Marty. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good, Marty. Get locked in. All right, listen to this. My best friend set me up with a uh, blind date with this girl. We've been hitting it off. 
I've been dating her five months now. Now she asked me if she can move in with me. Should I run or keep the relationship going? All right, thanks. Bye. Keep it going, Marty. It's going great. What are you worried? What are you worried about? She asked if she could move in with you. Does she have a home? No, Marty was uh, he? He's doing the like the fan. You know how come they you can't use Paul Quantrill for six out? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah, did yeah, that yeah. with his life. Oh, good, right. good, 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 He's good. Like, hey, it's going great for me. <laughs> like, I, like it. I, I love it. it. Happy for you. Marty's, By the way, get her something custom made. Yeah, get, get, get something with her name. Marty sounded a little intense. I liked it though. Yep, guns blazing. I think just listening to his voice, I say, yeah, you bring this, you bring her into your life full time. See man. how it goes, man. Let it burn hot and fast. Yeah, it's you a know? lease, not a wedding. Yeah, thing. exactly. And also, yeah. Mark, that, and she is probably the neighbor of the first guy who has to move. <laughs> That's probably how that works. Because they were both from New York. That's okay, my one more here. Preston in Texas. Oh, Preston. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Uh, I'm not a huge uh, guy about sliding into the DMs, but I want to talk about how kosher is it. Uh, you know, if I don't have someone's phone number, I also don't want to pass up the opportunity. I want to shoot my shot. How kosher is it to slide in the DMs? Slide in the DMs. Some guys, Sarudi hates it. He thinks it's like the lowest form of communication. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's really bummed out it's about it. It's not what it. you do. It's how you do it. Yeah, it's right. Just a way of, it's a way of communicating. It's just don't be creepy. Yeah. Say hello. It's a different world now. Before, you had to meet a girl, ask her out. Except now you can text. Now you can DM. It's just a different approach. Yeah, all the famous people are just DMing each other left and right on Instagram. Right. So, I mean, the problem is, is like if you're going to sit at home and just DM somebody in the public spotlight, you got to understand there's about 100 dudes in the queue ahead of you um, mm. with a blue check probably. So, I I think it's you're better off if you can not be a creep about it. If you can just say, hey, you know, ha, 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 make some joke about something you don't really care about so you don't come off as a creep with the first DM, then see what develops. You'll know. You'll know pretty quick whether or not. Yeah, you'll know Preston. Yeah, Preston. So I would say, you know, what's better? Sit around and be like, at least I was never embarrassed. And then she could marry your neighbor, and then he's not even as cool as you. And then you go, this whole time, yeah. that could have been me. <laughs> right. could have been if me. I yeah. just had your life is tortured. My the DM gumption. Game. Always, yeah. always shoot your shot. Always. Always. You don't want to regret it. We're still in, um, I think there are really? yeah, <laughs> boundaries, maybe, every now and then. Um, hey, what's going on with the podcast with you and Jalen? Uh, the podcast, I, I read in a press release that we're launching a new podcast, yeah. which was odd because we've had a podcast for six years. Well, yeah, but the radio show is <laughs> yeah. not part yes. of the, because yes. you're transitioning. Exactly. In. We're transitioning into a sort of a digital podcast exclusively. We'll still be doing the TV show Monday you still have Friday. the TV show? Still nice. doing the TV show right, Monday cool. through Friday. Good. And still doing the podcast. Subscribe to it, Jalen and Jacoby. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Hope you had fun. I'll invite myself back sometime. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Rossillo Show podcast. You can check out the show live weekdays at 1 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN News. The Ryan Rossillo Show podcast.